0: There's a lot of scientific data behind linking cardiovascular diseases to the consumption of the processed meat and the saturated fat levels of these food. So definitely, you know, anyone interested in taking care of their health and transitioning to a plant-based diet or a more plant-powered diet is very important.
1: The global food system is facing unparalleled challenges and changes. So, how can we reset for a better more sustainable future introducing control alt meat the weekly podcast that explores the issues transforming the global food business i'm your host katie Briefel. come join me as i speak to the innovators and investors policymakers and product developers the scientists and the chefs who are all on the front line reshaping the future of our food there's a lot of debates about how we can achieve a sustainable and healthy plant-based diet. In this mini episode, I'm joined by Sophia de la Para from the FAIR Initiative to explain. Sophia, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast.
0: Thank you for inviting me.
1: There's been a real surge of interest in eating a more plant-based diet for a variety of reasons. And one of them is really the nutritional benefits that people can gain from reducing their meat consumption. Could you talk a little bit about the benefits of of adopting that diet?
0: Yes, of course. I mean, as you mentioned, there's been a lot of research and there's really no doubt that um, adopting a plant-based or plant-powered diet is healthier and it's better for the environment. There's a lot of scientific data behind linking cardiovascular diseases to the consumption of processed meat and the saturated fat levels of these food. So definitely, you know, anyone interested in taking care of their health and transitioning to a plant-based diet or a more plant-powered diet is very important.
1: And there's been a real growth in popularity of some of the big names behind these um, plant-based alternatives. But there, have, there has been some criticism around the nutritional benefits of some of these alternatives. What are the main arguments there that people should be aware of?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's true, of course. I think it's important to keep in mind that this Kind of first wave of alternative proteins that has offered uh, customers products that are high in fat, sugar, or salt, as they call HFSs foods. It has attracted scrutiny from more of the health wave of the consumers. But obviously, companies are doing a lot about this. I mean, there's there's been kind of another wave following the the initial one where it was more of an indulgent alternative to animal based products.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if we're managing to convert like carnivores over into eating slightly more plant-based meals, then that's surely a win, um, for a variety of reasons, isn't it? Exactly. So what improvements are you seeing in this space to try and uh, make the products more nutritionally um, beneficial for consumers?
0: I mean for instance, and this is no street grid they also fortified animal based uh, food right milk, bread etc, cereals. So you can do exactly the same with with alternative meat so companies are fortifying these alternative protein or or dairy with the micronutrients that are lacking naturally in the in the plant-based proteins, such as zinc, magnesium, potassium, calcium, and uh, vitamin B12. So um, that is definitely one thing that we've seen a lot of companies do. And then also, um, number of, of ingredients is a big one, like cleaner labels. Uh, so, you know, initially there was a lot of uh, different ingredients into this first wave of indulgent uh, plant-based proteins. However, that has been shifting and companies are using less ingredients to create um. An alternative product. And I think, you know, the level of processing is also of concern sometimes. So, yeah, there's cleaner labels as well, um, try to improve the part of, of ultra processed foods.
1: That's really interesting. It's good to see that they're constantly evolving and trying to make it a little bit cleaner. So, for consumers, what kind of holistic view should we be taking to try and improve our health with all of this in mind?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question, of course, because plant based diets, as I said initially, are very important. I think they really give us a solution in terms of health and nutrition, but also sustainability on the side of the environment. But it's important to keep in mind, of course, that Plant-based diet should also be holistic in the sense of eating more fruits and vegetables, whole grains and whole food proteins such as legumes, pulses and beans. It's really not only about switching you know, your beef patty for your plant-based patty. It goes beyond that. We need to eat more fruits and vegetables, as I said, and reduce any kind of HFSS foods, which are those high in fat, salt and sugar
1: amazing yeah i think it's a journey and i think as a lot of people experience it's a gradual thing isn't it of slowly reducing slowly swapping and trying to eat a more sustainable plant-based diet so i appreciate that uh thank you so much for coming onto the podcast thank you for having me thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of control alt meat if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts be sure to share your favorite episodes on social media to help us reach more listeners like you You can also visit controlaltmeet.com to learn more.